I like this. <laughs> Bloody good. I'm going to be on the Easy 882 train. <laughs> 4BH. I'm going to AM. <laughs> what, what is this song? This is... You know, it's one of those songs that starts with a bracket. Oh. So the bracket is Your Love Keeps Lifting Me and then the actual name of the song is Higher and Higher. Ah. Who's by? Jackie Wilson. Ah, okay, yeah. It's one of those songs that you know but you don't actually know who sung it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's just that kind of like this kind of same energy um, on AM radio all the time, no matter when you kind of tune in. Mm. AM gets a bad rap, I reckon. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> gets maybe gets an accurate rap. I mean, it's definitely some garbage on AM radio, but I feel like there's also some underrated stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do. Like I said, I, I'm on the 882 train. Uh, I reckon I could get around that. Because, you know, I, I used to play it on job sites um, after a recommendation from one of my bosses. He was like, mm. you play... So, my boss at the time would have been... Oof, he would have been 28. So, a year older than I am now. Um, and wow. He, that's, that's weird, right? That's so strange. Um, he was like, oh, if you're ever on a um, job site, just play 882 and, like, no matter who the client or customer is, they'll love you. And like this dude was like covered in tattoos and I can't remember if he had a head tattoo at that point, but very, very, very rough looking bloke with a heart of gold. Mm. And yeah, would play the easy listening music and just have a yarn with the oldies while we're doing the roof. (laughs) (laughs) I I really love that. I really haven't gotten around AM radio. I was just talking banter. (laughs) I, um, uh, my housemate and I were talking about a family guy skit this morning where they make fun of like, They've got whispery voices on, on AM radio. Mm. It's all very serious. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the, you know, sort of history of AM radio and it has been a very serious sort of, <laughs> you know, news sort of stations. Mm. And then FM radio comes along and it's just like bangers <laughs> and mash <laughs> and more bangers. A- FM. Your work day. <laughs> FM radio is like, you know, that, uh, that uh, it's like a website. And it's like news without the boring bits, but it's actually just gossip and there's no news at all. Yeah. FM, that's FM radio. Yeah. And AM radio is actually like... That's pretty fair. Mm, that's mm. a pretty fair uh, thing. I was going to um, say how... Because I remember when we did radio that um, our uh, blessed Ted would mm. always say that FM had such better sound quality than AM radio, mm. which is why there's music stations more on FM radio than AM. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Because, yeah, yeah. Because no matter. I thought you were there for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, but it makes sense because if you ever listen to AM radio, no matter what song, it sounds like it's from like eighty years ago. Yeah. So they play like relatively new music, and you're like, I don't remember this song being so old. <laughs> yeah. Why does it sound like it's being played through a Nokia thirty three ten? Yeah. <laughs> um, but as I was going to say that. I, I'm also very aware that our podcast is very low budget. Like we were just playing. Mm those tunes <laughs> through Dave's phone into the microphone. Which, like that's become a bit of a bit. I kind of like it though. It gives a nice aesthetic. Like, you know, that um, trend on YouTube where it was like 
Arctic Monkeys, but you're crying alone in a bathroom. Oh, and it was just yeah. like really reverby. Um, oh. And it painted the picture of you being in a bathroom, sad, the party's happening outside. Yeah. And yeah, it's this yeah. whole world away, even though it's, you know, a couple of meters. Absolutely. No, I, that's a really good point. Because, yeah, like, I think we could probably go to the effort of actually, like, putting it in later and, you know, properly editing it in. But, like, that takes away from it and it makes it sound too fancy. Yeah. Whereas, like, this is literally just us talking shit in a room. And usually, <laughs> usually what we do when we talk shit in a room without the microphones is just play music through our phones, which... I know like our mate Isaac who did like an audio engineering degree <laughs> would hear that and go, oh, Hi, Isaac. what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. But audio he, files are probably not big fans of our show. No. But that's okay. Well, they, I, I can guarantee that when they listen to it on Spotify, they're going to go, this is way quieter than everything else on Spotify. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> and why does the volume change between episodes? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, we recorded... Like some of the very early episodes were kind of just snippets from when we were on radio. So it was all done with mm. like really high quality equipment, 50 year old equipment, but really high quality equipment. Yeah. And, and then and recorded through, because I'm pretty sure it didn't, I don't, I don't think it went directly to the station. I think it went, they somehow put it online first and we would record it online. No, so it would have been through the studio. I was about to say it was like I, they would pick up their own transmission and record that. Yeah. But I don't think that's how it worked. No, I think they just recorded it before it got transmitted. Mm. And then posted it online. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I can't remember. We've got, we've got to delete This is, a, what, what, what do we call this? A twilight, twilight episode because we're both a bit delirious. It's not really twilight. It's kind of just sunset. Isn't that the same thing? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you would know and yeah. fill in the blanks. <laughs> no, no idea. Just delirious. It's been a big day for us. And uh, if you're uh, unsure of what you've just clicked on, on you know your Spotify or Apple Music, this is James and Dave with Static. This is our podcast where we talk absolute garbage and we hope that it makes sense sometimes. Mm. It's um, garbage, but it's fun to make. Exactly. But we've both have had pretty big days and pretty big weeks. And um, then we've come straight into this. At my place, and we're just like, yeah, we we, we should record this. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Is it going to be good? Is it going to be absolute garbage? We don't know. I, I I like to I like to think that we lean into the garbage. Um, it, it, it's funny. I've had like an interesting experience over the last couple months. Like, I will accidentally let slip to a few people that I like record a podcast for fun with my mate James. Um. But it's funny, like you get real mixed reviews. I think the old, uh, the, the white guys with a podcast thing. It's um, overdone. It is overdone. and uh, But like definitely some people are like, stop giving these white men microphones. <laughs> but I'm like, no, 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 hey, we're, we're different. We we're purchased <laughs> that with our own money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with our money and our privilege. So yeah, <laughs> leave lots us of alone. privilege. <laughs> but, um, Good I, point though. I, I got uh, sent a video... So I think I think the latest thing is you record a whole podcast and you upload the funniest sixty seconds to TikTok, mm. and then people just watch the TikToks and they don't listen to your podcast. Yeah, that's definitely. Who's trendy. got time for listening to you know half an hour, an hour, two hours? Mm. Nobody. Stop that. Give me a minute, minute at a time, and I'll watch that for an hour or two. Yeah. Um, but it it was funny. I came across this one. 
it was like uh, this kid talking about. So I, <laughs> I feel like he's been roasted in the comments enough, and I'm just gonna add to that roast. This kid must be like late teens. I'll just say late teens, and he's on this podcast, and he's like, what does he say? You know, some people are out there just like going to get macas or or having sex, and they don't realize that you know you've got to work towards something. You've got to put in the effort, and just. <laughs> the most vague call to arms I've ever heard, which is you just got to put in effort and you got to grind every day. And I'm like, I have no idea what you do. Yeah. Is your grind the podcast? <laughs> I've not heard of this guy. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. It's a bit like, it, it's very much like poking fun at the white man with a podcast. Yeah. Okay. I Here's top tier advice. How about you, uh, you know, do what you love and if that's podcast, cool. Mm. Don't call it grinding. Go and get Maccas and also have sex as well. Yeah. Do yeah, exactly. Life's short, man. Yeah. Do whatever you want. It's And it's going to become fuel for your podcast. Yeah, literally. But yeah, I, I, just the way he says, he's like trying, <laughs> he's trying desperately to think of like, he's got this idea of this group of people that he hates and he's like, what do they do? And he, you can see him like the gears, you know, kind of <laughs> spinning as he's thinking. He's like, you know, they're out there, uh, Oh shit! I hadn't actually thought about this. Uh, they're getting getting uh, macas and they're having <laughs> sex. Yeah, that's what they do. It's like, okay, dude, you just you just threw yourself under the bus there a little yeah. bit. Yeah, one, you tell us you don't eat fast food and you have not had any uh, intimacy. <laughs> any, any intimate? In, I was going to say intimacy, and then I butchered that. Exp- uh, <laughs> this is what we get when we get to, we are we're really tired. Mm-hmm. Intimate is what I'm trying to say. Mm relations yeah he's uh he's he's on the bench as my housemate described that's great it sounds like he's the way he speaks he's on the bench but I, the way i described <laughs> coach, it, can i come on on the field today <laughs> i really want to play coach put me in um the the way i described it so i don't know if it was something about the look in this person's eyes but the impression i got was that this person um never sat at the kids table family events mm. and was with the adults and just said things that the adults go ah yes that sounds like an adult wow you're very you're very wise for your age you're you know above your years but like there's no the impression i got was that there was no experience behind it yeah which is like this is always something that i get really insecure about is that like as a psychologist We've kind of got this like misconception that we offer advice. Yeah, totally. Which is not really what we do. It's kind of close. We're not the people that you write to in the weekly magazine <laughs> saying that, ah, oh, I heard a knock that? in the night and I think it's my <laughs> uncle Stephen who passed away. What job should I go for when I go for this interview? Oh. We're Is not it, those. We're not those. Is that was that Doctor Doctor Dolly? Remember Dolly Magazine? I mean, this is it wasn't our demographic. No, I've never read Dolly Magazine. <laughs> I remember of it, but I, I've never read it I, to see if there was a doctor in there. I, I used to read other people's dollies because um, <laughs> would never get my own. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had to live vicariously <laughs> yeah. through their dollies. <laughs> but there was like a, 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 a yeah Doctor Dolly or something like that, and it was like these weird like weird like uh relationships slash sex advice things for a demographic that like i don't know very blurry lines here i feel like these these magazines were marketed at like early teens but maybe they were like late teens but only early teens were reading them yeah 
Anyway, getting lost in all that. I get worried that trying to speak about something that I'm trying to give advice on or trying to talk around that I don't have the experience to back it up. Yeah. Because people can see that. Yeah. I, I, I think like it just reminds me of know-it-alls, right? In whatever shape and form they come in. People can identify a know-it-all. So, yeah. Okay, you're, you're saying that from a point of view where you've only read about it. Yeah. And I can tell that and the, the way you're, you're talking down to me even though you haven't actually had that experience. Yeah. Which, like, I'm not too worried. I feel like I've, I reel it in. <laughs> I'm not, not sitting at the other end of the office, like, being like, oh, my God, you don't know the answer to this? Pff, wow. Yeah. I knew the answer to this, like, when I was 12. <laughs> I've thought about this a lot in terms of um, imposter syndrome. Mm. Because, you know, you come into a professional role. We are still relatively young um, and there's people who have been in this field for, you know, decades. Mm. And especially if, you know, our mind's a little more prone to anxiety, we don't want to look like the know-it-all mm. because the real people will know that we know jack shit. Yes. So I actually, um, it's actually it's a good segue. Uh, I had a moment of imposter syndrome this morning. So I was invited along to, um, to meet a few people from like the sort of like the Paralympic swim world. Um, mm. uh, like the Australian team and like the development squads and the coaches and all that. So I'm sitting around with all these like really, you know, quite like amazing physios, psychs, coaches, team managers, you know, performance directors, all of this, you know, kind of stuff. And then of course the athletes themselves. And I'm just looking around like, I don't fucking belong here. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so like... I felt like the biggest imposter and my brain's just like telling me the whole day, just like, they know, mm. they know that you're not you know, like from this world. <laughs> they know that you're just like someone pretending and trying to, you know, get the experience. And it's like, mm -hmm. you think of it realistically and you're like, does that even matter? Yeah. 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 Are they right. really, they're probably not even thinking about me. Mm, mm. I'm probably just a little blip in their, you know, peripheral vision. Mm. They're focused on what, you know, whatever else. I, I can't remember if we spoke about this on a on a podcast before or if it was just a conversation that we had, but, um, you know, with, say, being a car mechanic, there's a very clear, like, if someone hears you talking about it as a mechanic, they're going to see that you have this knowledge. Oh, yep. You just said some automotive word that I've never heard of. You have the experience. You have the knowledge. That's easy. With psychology, so much of the language is around people and relationships and personal experience. So there's no dead giveaway that we have a certain knowledge or expertise or, or experience or whatever. Interesting. Okay. So like, it's not like it's not like someone's going to say to me, "Hey, I'm sad," and I'm like, "Oh, you didn't account for the defibrillator mechanical <laughs> blah 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 blah." And they go, oh, wow, you know a lot about this. Oh, man, your gay geometer is way out of whack. <laughs> yeah. But instead, I'm going to go, like, uh, like you explain, because you have to work with people. Like, mm. I don't, if you get your car service, the mechanic doesn't have to explain to you how it works. They just give you your car back and you trust them. Yeah. Whereas, like, with psychology, it's like, okay, we're working here together. So I have to translate what I know into your language 
you know, using your lingo and, you know, however, however you want to frame it and then we're going to move that way. Yeah, 100%. We're translators from a psych language into English. Mm. Like common, uh, you know, English. Not yeah, yeah. sort of professional or um, really specific niche words. Yeah. I use words like cognitive diffusion or um, <laughs> cognitive dissonance. <laughs> Which like, uh, that stuff. Because like... You, being able to translate you know what that really is yeah like if you say cognitive diffusion so maybe we do have some buzzwords cognitive diffusion you literally just say separating your identity from your thoughts easy boom done yeah so like i feel like even in the the actual psych language or you know the the fancy terms there's still that element of like it's not beyond belief it's not this ridiculous vocabulary it's all still like oh, okay i kind of get that yeah but, it's kind of like um yeah i mean there's not a huge amount of instances but and i'm definitely not well versed in other languages but you think of some languages where they're like the la cantina and you're like ah the canteen <laughs> like there's enough yeah, of a similarity yeah. that my little like simple brain's just like oh it must be canteen <laughs> Yeah, if you're like listening to something or watching a TV show and you just hear a word that's like, it's an English word that they've just made, like kind of fit their language. And you're like, oh, I know that one at least. It, yeah, look, I often feel that I'm a very uncultured person. And I've, I've <laughs> thought about, um, talking to my partner a couple of weeks ago about, do you think it would be beneficial to learn a language to then, you know, sort of expand being a psychologist mm. or doing anything and, you know, because technology allows people to communicate across cultures. People are moving and, you know, relocating in different com uh, companies, countries. <laughs> yeah. um, and knowing multiple languages would be really beneficial. But then I think about, well, what language would, would I learn? And mm. I think of like, you know, maybe Japanese or like Italian or Spanish or Mandarin. And then I also think about it would actually be really cool to learn like Auslan. Mm. like the australian sign language of course and yeah and then i get stuck and then i just don't learn anything because i'm just <laughs> like oh i need to know exactly which one's going to be the best before i start doing this thing mm -hmm. it's it's hard to like i feel like we just do that with everything in life at the moment it's like this kind of need to be super efficient with all our time you know i've got to got to fill my time with busyness at every every minute I've got to have hobbies and I've got to go to the gym and I've got to cook and I've got to... Blah, 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 blah. I know gym and cook aren't really hobbies, but... <laughs> or maybe they are. Gym's, gym can be a hobby, but it can also just be like maintenance. Depends how you look at it. Cooking totally can be both of those things as well. Oh, yeah, true. Because you think of someone that says, oh, my passion is cooking. You're like, oh, hell yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But then if someone says, oh, I have to cook dinner tonight, you're like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so fair. That's so fair. Um. But yeah, I, I feel that. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I've had all these weird little, um, it's a bit of confirmation bias, but I've noticed all these little things pushing me towards learning French, mainly just because the little phrases that I do know, I enjoy saying mm. just because of the uh, the way they sound. Just like, I can't even think of it. We When we when we left um, my place. Yeah, I was trying to think of what you said. Au revoir. Um, was it au revoir? Oh, did I say that? I you can't remember. I can't remember now. No, I said bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, said au revoir. I must have said au revoir. We're well, saying goodbye to uh, Dave's uh, housemate, Wooby. 
Mm. Shout out to Wooby out there. Shout out to Wooby, our listener. uh, (laughs) One of our listeners. One of our listeners. (laughs) Our listener. (laughs) Full stop. (laughs) We do this just for Wooby. Not us. He he also writes into us, uh, even though we don't have a P.O. box. Yeah. (laughs) Wooby has written in and he wants a music suggestion and we're really sorry, but we uh, can't do that. Yeah. Maybe it'll be one of our intro songs. (laughs) Um, But... So, uh, yeah, so uh, au revoir. And I've been, I just say, like, I say pardon a lot, but I say it with a French accent. Pardon. Pardon. And it's just fun. And, like, <laughs> it's probably wrong. And, like, I probably sound like, it's like, um, remember when people are, were obsessed with saying ciao? Like, for goodbye? Like, ciao. I don't remember when people were obsessed with it. Obsessed is a strong oh, word. Well, maybe, maybe that's my confirmation bias again. There was a point where just everyone was doing it. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, it just feels a bit off. Like, especially in a different, like in an Aussie accent. Like, ciao. Like, that's, <laughs> that's so wrong. It's probably a different word in Italian. I mean, shit, I feel weird saying g'day. Oh, really? Yeah. I've come back around on the g'day. <laughs> you, know, you know who put me back onto the g'day? Who? Mum. Really? Mum, like, is the least, like, oh, she's not the least Aussie, but like, you picture someone saying g'day, you picture like an Akubra, you mm. picture like a pair of stubbies, a uh, 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 um, khaki kind of work shirt, some boots. Or a flannel with the sleeves cut off. Actually, yeah. not cut off, ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Ripped off in the heat of passion. Yeah. <laughs> the heat of passion. Um, you picture that. You picture someone going, yeah, g'day, g'day. Yeah. But mum just says g'day in the most like normal, like like not thick accent at all and it's just really wholesome so i've like started you know my first foray into bringing it back was the old g'day g'day because that's a little bit fun you get away with that yeah same with howdy howdy you just got to say things twice and then people go oh look at this fun person (laughs) (laughs) no no, not really another top tip if you want to be fun just say things twice twice i see where where this uh doesn't work is if you say chow chow because that just sounds silly and chow needs to stop. <laughs> pardon, go for that. Because you can add, you know what it is? That little throat hum that you do at the end. Pardon? Yeah, okay. See, when, Feels good. On, the, on the chow train, <laughs> 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 I think of chow as in like C-H-O-W. Like you... Like chow down on food. Yeah. Yeah. Because of our Australian accent. Mm. But if you think of like C-I-A-O, it's obviously a lot more fancy and... It's enunciation that I just, I don't have. Yeah, and I, that's probably why I'm so frustrated is that I can't do it and I'm jealous. Shall. Shall. Yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> the accent just doesn't doesn't do it any good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, g'day, g'day, howdy, howdy. Yo, yo. It's all greetings. <laughs> say them twice and it's all good. It's a conspiracy. Hello, hello. How long have I been doing this? There's probably someone out there that goes, oh, yeah, Dave's funny. He always says, like, a greeting twice, and I've just not been aware of it. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've known you for years, and I've not been aware of it, but mm. I think we're just looking into this too much. Yeah, probably. That's not like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, today it's also a bit of a, a special moment. Um, because this is our last podcast in person for Ooh. two months. Oof, it is too. So we've, but uh, 
We've gone two months without a podcast before. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shit. We've gone like 11 months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we have too. <laughs> but now that we can't, that's when it stings. Yeah, it's like, I can't do that. Why can't I do that? <laughs> we'll do a Zoom one. We'll make it work. Yeah. But I'm taking off to Melbourne. Yeah. Davy boy is mm. going on an adventure. Yeah. Following the East Coast, following his little heart. Which I... um. Got an interesting tangent on this to lead up to it. So with it. this is something um, I've not spoken about for a long time because that implies that I've been trying to do it for a long time. But it always kind of comes up this idea like I'll pop down to Melbourne mainly to see Isaac. Our mate Isaac lives down in Melbourne. The uh, audio file, audio engineering. Oh yeah, the, the same one. So now you know a bit about who he is and where he lives. You can go find him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... He, he moved down a couple of years ago and it kind of blows my mind looking back that he moved down because for me to visit, such a kerfuffle. And I'm trying, to, yeah. I'm trying to understand why it is so difficult. And so what I'm noticing is how easy it is to kind of self-sabotage. So the past couple or the past week in particular, I've been freaking out. And it's like a passive freaking out where I'm like, oh, this is, I'm going to be tired. This is a lot like um, work's going to be difficult. And I'm like, I'm building up all these barriers to go, ah, don't do it kind of thing. And like, I'm not trying to get rid of those barriers. I'm just trying to realize that, yeah, okay, I'm going to have those thoughts, but I'm still going to do it. So I feel like I'm the, uh, the teenager trying to sneak out at night. I'm like, yep. Good night, mom. Good night, dad. That's me acknowledging these barriers that I'm putting up and then I just mm. jump out the window. Yeah. So um, part of this is that like a couple times where I have tried to do this kind of thing, there's been some weird coincidence. And again, confirmation bias. I've got a confirmation bias for confirmation bias tonight because I've mentioned it three times. You do, yeah. But that's okay. We'll, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Keyword so, tonight is... <laughs> Confirmation bias. The more you know. Our sentence, actually. It's not, yeah. not a single word. <laughs> we uh, apologize and would like to redact that statement. <laughs> Our lawyers so, will issue a notice. So um, I've, I've noticed in the past there's been things that get in my way. Where, and like some of them are like, they're not even barriers. They're just me going, oh, no, it's just easier. I just won't do this. So looking forward to actually overcoming that and seeing what that feels like. Um because at the moment, I think the latest addition to the barriers is there's like some predicted hectic weather event coming up over the next couple of days where it's just a hell of a lot of rain. Mm. So, I don't bit know. A bit of rain about. Bit of rain about. Going to get a bit wet. Yeah. But it's all right. My car is mostly waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it needs to be. Mostly is the key. Mostly. You've got to let some of it in. As long as you can let it out as well. Yeah. So, it's good for that. Uh, there's probably Rust is great for that. <laughs> <laughs> My car is really its own little science experiment at the moment. In many ways. <laughs> in many ways. Yeah, but there's highest consequences than when you're in like grade six and you put like two <laughs> crocodile clips into a lemon and you power a clock. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would generate more power than my car. <laughs> pretty prehistoric. Yeah, like we, we don't buy old cars for their glorious power figures or their great fuel economy. 
do it for the fun. Yeah, we buy them because they've got a bit of nostalgia and history attached to them and they satisfy our little hearts and they're cheap. Well, not well, anymore. Were. Yeah, they were. I as as like I I did get this car relatively cheap. And I say relatively cheap because I just chat to the mechanic who said you won't be able to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. Yes, was I was like, there. He was like like this is a great car. Like you can just drive it forever. But you can't sell it. <laughs> you can't sell Although, it. Although, to clarify and sort of give a bit more context, he said that I would buy it off you, but then I would send it at Glasshouse in the four drive tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah, you do you have a market. It for a purpose. Yeah, that's true. P Plate is looking to go to Glasshouse and ruin a, a, a very old boxy beast. Oh. Uh, a bit of Peter Bibby. That was that, that unlocked the memory. Yeah, shit. <laughs> that uh, that Peter Bibby is an artist that we used to play when we had the radio show on um, Bay FM, and um, what was the song? Old Red, X Red XF Falcon. Red XF Falcon, and it was just this like delightfully like written sort of like sad story, but this like absolute beast of a machine, <laughs> and you know all the adventures that you have in this car, even though it's kind of a sh- piece of shit, mm, mm. and. Oh, man. The, the, that song, amazing. The shittiest cars make for the best stories. Maybe we should try and tee that up as the outro song today. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, while we're thinking do. about it. I remember when I was like, you first showed me this song and I remember like I was probably listening to more rap music at the time. And then hearing this, I was like, oh, this is a little too country for my liking. Mm. Now it is exactly where I'm at because yeah. it's not country at all. It just sounds country if you... Uh, too far the other way i would almost say that it's like australian folk yes yes and I, I feel like that's what i've been getting into lately did you did i did i show you this is just a personal conversation now <laughs> that's <laughs> what our podcast is most <laughs> of the time it's you and me in a room catching up but there just happens to be a couple of microphones yeah yeah did i did i show you one more day oh, so we're gonna we're gonna shout out to Wooby again so I went to another tangent. I'm on the tangents. No. This is what you get at the Twilight Zone. Good. Bring the tangents. Um, so We're doing trigonometry here. <laughs> I was going to see um, Sly Withers. Mm, great band. Great band. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, my housemate will be probably not interested. And I was like, oh, you know, you can come along if you want. Like, we've got a group of us. Like, I don't think it's your style of music, though. And I started playing it. And he was like, oh, this is exactly what i want this like australian kind of the the like it's not quite rock it's not quite country it's just that like indie ish guitar sound with mm. the real aussie accent over the top yeah and he showed me this song which is like it's it's by a band called the slingers and it's very it's very uh reminiscent of paul kelly okay and it's just this nice little twangy like so many like aussie idioms like at one point it's like oh you know and mum just stands there and takes it like the backyard jacaranda so aussie and it's so good god damn so i'll I'll, I'll link you that but that's been my like euphoria song at the moment yeah so good i need to totally get in on this so the the slingers the slingers all right but yeah very very along those lines of peter bibby and that yeah aussie songwriting kind of stuff yeah because i think the pretty littles got me into that i was like oh this is punk wait a minute (laughs) hey they sold me something different (laughs) pull the wool over my eyes 
if um if we sort of link this back a little bit, obviously you know you're going down to Melbourne next week to, you know you're not moving there, but you are moving there. Well, yes, it's a temporary move, but it's still a move. You're longer trans- than a holiday. Yeah, mm. and. Because, you know, you're going down there for that sort of extended period of time, it's not that you can just go and hire a car and, you know, two months of a hire car, shit, that would be a house deposit. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe not in Melbourne though. <laughs> um, but because it's a long drive down, you're taking your own car, what's mm. going to be the sort of playlist or podcast that you're going to sort of have on the way down? Or is it going to be the UHF and you're just going to listen to truckies, <laughs> you know, sling horrible comments at each other? Yeah, uh, so... I'll. I've been weighing up whether I put my UHF channel on the back window and go full, oh. full, full nomad and be like, oh, yeah. you know. Channel 80 if you need me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think it goes up to 80 channels, does it? Goes up uh, like... No, if you've got a fancy one, it does. Oh, mine okay. go- I th- No, I think mine goes to 40. I, can't yeah, I think mine does 40 too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, ideally, I'd have the the... Uh, music dictated by the mood at the time and it would be a montage and I'd get there in half an hour. Ooh. Um, on, on, sorry, on the keynote of like montage, what if you get a song from like every year of your life that played a part or multiple songs ooh. from each year that played a big part in your life and that's, that's your montage playlist driving down to Melbourne to ooh. sort of begin this new chapter? Ooh. It's a summary of a, That's wild. who Davey was, who Davey has become, and where Davey's going. Can you sort by year in Spotify? Like, would I... You would have to sort by, like, uh, time added, and you'd have to do it manually by year, I think. Hmm. Okay. Well, I like this idea. There's a way I reckon I'll, I'll work it in. I'm just adding more stuff to your like to-do list before you leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. That'll be no, but that'll be a nice chance to chill out too. Um, I did go through like so. There's a couple couple of standout songs that I do want on the trip. So at sunset, at some point, I want to be driving to Twilight Driving by Methyl Ethel. Okay, yeah, I, I thought you were going to go the Powderfinger route. Oh no! So that's for my road trip to Perth when I'm watching the sunset, sunset, sunsets over the beaches, beaches, beaches. Fair. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I do like Twilight Driving by Methyl Ethel. That is an mm-hmm. absolute mm-hmm. tune and a half. Um, and at one stage, I think I committed to listening to like a few hours of Lana Del Rey straight. Wow. But it has, that also has to be at a kind of uh, either a sunrise or a sunset. And I'll just, uh, uh, is it wistfully? Is that the word? Wistfully look out the window yeah. and just cry a little bit. Yeah, pretend there's a camera that's attached to the side of the car trying to, you know, film you. <laughs> and do that hand thing where you like surf, <laughs> yeah. surf the wind. Yeah. Classic. I do that whether someone's looking or not. Yeah. <laughs> but you also, like you've got some good sunset and sunrise songs there, but what about the songs that just get you through the middle of the day? Where there's, yeah. you know, you're in the middle of, you know, absolute nowhere. There's nothing but just like dry, like land and like, you know, fences. Hmm. It's true. I think being on the Australiana songwriting stuff, I feel like that's very fitting. Um, because I feel like the 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 places that I'm going to pass through are going to be like a little bit country. So they're going to be, you know, your Lee Kernigan, and I'm not there yet. I'll mm. eat, I'll probably eat my words and end up there, but I don't want to end up there. No, that's fair. 
Um, that's when you wind down all the windows, you play Harry Styles on (laughs) full volume yeah, and you plant your foot into the very, like, as far as you can go through the rust. Yeah, I was about, yeah, it'll it'll go through the floor. Um, Or I could go like Coastal Roads and then play maybe some, some Babe Rainbow, some Skeggs, some Dope Lemon, get that kind of like beachy beachy vibe going yeah look i think that's the better option i've done the inland uh route as a passenger and it was pretty boring yeah okay coastal route is the way to go coastal it is so gives you something to look at when it's not sunrise or sunset and then when it is sunrise and sunset you've got the bloody view of the ocean and Mm. some of that drive there's mountains on the other side Mm, mm. no it should be good i'm keen i'm hoping the car makes it i reckon it will (laughs) well the mechanic says it'll make it that's good Said that there's nothing there that screams you're going to die. Ah, also good. That's good. It just, yeah. So, are we going to get a call at like, you know, three in the morning and you're just going to be like, I'm stuck. Please help. Possibly. Give us a tow. Oh, well, I'm hoping not to drive it through the night. Um, it'll be daytime stuff, mm. which I don't know if that's good or bad. Why don't you make a trip of it? Stop in all the different towns mm. and, you know, whether it's for lunch or for a night instead of just... Yeah. Often when you do these big drives, it's like, I've got to get there so fast and I've got to do this. And it's like... Yeah, well, I, I kind of cooked it in that sense. So oh, my okay. initial plan, so I should have already left. Oh, is, true. Is my initial... What are you doing here <laughs> chatting to me? Uh, so the re- the reason I pushed it out um, was I've got a, a wedding party. That's right, yeah. And then uh, I got my Invisalign. And so they just like, they said, oh, we've got to see you in four weeks for a checkup. Here's the date. See you then. And I was like... I'm supposed uh, to be in another state. Yeah, but then I was like, well, either I have to fly back up and that's going to annoy me or I'll just give it a couple of days. And it's worked out well, like I needed the couple of days. But one of my favorite bands, Bench Press, which is proof that I'm not going to country because these guys are like, I, I don't know, they're probably some, I think the language is post-punk. They just yell and I love it. Yeah. So if there's yelling, it's post and then the genre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> post rock, post punk, oh, post so hardcore. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All about it. I love it. So they've got a gig on Friday the thirteenth. Is that right? Yeah, Friday the thirteenth. I just that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's spooky. spooky. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so I've I leave on the eleventh. I'm gonna try and make it to Sydney. Oh, yeah. And then 12th, I'm going to go halfway to Melbourne from there. I'm, I'm like that frog that can only go halfway to the wall for eternity. Wait, hang on. Is the gig in Melbourne or Sydney? Melbourne. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, I'm going to stop in Sydney. I've got two days to get there. Oh. And then the gig's there. And then I continue. I, okay. No, right. that, that would be nice. No, I'm doing like the, the strictly business. I'm getting down there. Yeah, which okay. like is annoying. I I did want to make a bit of a trip of it, but at the same time, you could also do it on the way back. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying you should do it on the way back. I should. Don't book a gig that's all the way up here, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get up. There. Oh, I'm gonna get up. <laughs> um, but apparently the weather's gonna be crap, so I, I don't know. I think it'll work out. Yeah, but I mean, challenging uh, weather along the way adds to the story. Adds mm. to the uh, sort of you know mystique of it. But I'm sure we'll do a maybe a bit of a. Well, I'm not sure. I'm. I'm sure. I hope that we uh, do a little bit of a podcast via Zoom. Um, but if mm. not, I guess we'll release another episode in two months. Yeah, which is like again not out of schedule. But no, we'll we'll, we'll record it 
We'll get Chris on again, so we'll do a double Zoom single person. Oh, God. My internet better be good that day. (laughs) So many. Oh, no, you go. Oh, my God. Yeah. There needs to be a a word for that. Yeah. Like a, 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 we need to make up a new word for that. Oh, no, sorry, you go. Yeah. Because I'm, I I can only say that so many times. What if we just say Hugo? Hugo. Oh, I like that. Hugo. Yeah. And just none of the no, <laughs> sorry, you go. Just you go. Well, well uh, people do do that. They do. Yeah. It's been lovely chatting to you, Dave. Um, it has. It um, always is. Yeah. We're, we're going to try and figure something out for while you're away. And um, yeah, this has been another episode of Static. Quickie. It's good chatting. Yeah. See you on the next one. This is Peter Bibby, Red XF Falcon. Such a sweet, pretty thing, driving such a big, boxy beast. He used to drive us to the cafe, used to drive it to my home. And every now and then he would drive me to my shows. We drove it down to Margaret River to see Eddie Cohen's suppression ring. We were talking and kissing and holding hands and dancing. We got to know each other better in the forest over a couple of bevies. And we tried to get some sleep on the beach down at Gaspo. But the wind was blowing cold and we couldn't sleep at all. So we got back in your dad's red XF I'll let you lay down while I saddle with your head.